0: Welcome to My Movie Minute, the podcast in which co-host Mark and myself chat about 60 seconds or less from the movies that affect us in some way. In the 60s and 70s, a large number of Doctor Who episodes were deliberately wiped or destroyed to make room for new programs. And since then, episodes have been found in various parts of the world, restored and re-released. Well, this episode is kind of the My Movie Minute equivalent. Here's what happened. Mark and myself settled down way back in 2020 for only our second podcast recording session, and we recorded an episode about an animated movie that is very close to my heart. Unfortunately, we had a plethora of technical difficulties, which included massive delays and connection difficulties, which meant that we had to switch from Zoom to a phone call partway through. Foolishly, I then placed my mobile phone too close to my microphone, causing a little phone interference throughout the episode. When we listened to the episode back at the time, the phone interference bugged us a little, so we decided to abandon it. A decision that was particularly difficult for me, as it was probably one of the more emotional episodes we have recorded. However, as the podcast was in its very early days, we didn't want to put out something that had glitches. So why are we releasing it now? Well, now we're 19 episodes in, we hope that our listeners have heard that we can make podcasts that sound okay, and as such may forgive us the slightly poorer audio quality of this early episode. As mentioned, it was an emotional episode for me, and it just seems a shame for it to sit on my computer and not be shared with our listeners. To get rid of some of the glitches, this is an edited-down, shorter version of the full conversation Mark and I had, but please do forgive the slight interference with the audio. I hope that despite this little niggle, you enjoy episode 19, The Lost, Found and Restored My Movie Minute episode. What about you, bruh? What about me?
1: Do you ever look at someone and wonder, what is going on inside their head?
0: Who are you? Are we enemies?
1: Why am I on this wall? Let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me sum up.
0: Dream!
1: Mostly come at night. Mostly. The shoe now is on the other foot and I will be listening to uh, Charlie describing uh, a moment that was meaningful for him. Uh, as we always do, uh, Charlie's going to describe it without any character names, without any uh, uh, particularly distinguishing features and a little game for you if you're listening to have a guess. See if you can work out what it is he is describing from this moment. Charlie, if you're ready, uh,
0: take us away. A yellow humanoid with blue hair looks forwards with a look of sad realisation on her face. She steps forward and walks towards a blue humanoid who is standing at a desk full of buttons and levers. The yellow humanoid is clutching about five yellow spheres, which she gently hands to the blue humanoid. As she does so, the spheres turn slowly from yellow to blue. The blue humanoid looks up and the yellow humanoid smiles softly and nods.
1: Uh now um for some people I'm going to assume that that was uh, as obvious as if you'd named the characters. <laughs> <laughs> um but I'm I'm going to I'm going to take a punt and say there are people out there that don't know films containing yellow humanoids with blue hair. Uh so uh, yeah, t- what are we what are we talking about today?
0: Uh so those people who don't know Yellow Humanoids with Blue Hair uh, and Blue Humanoids um, and who haven't seen Inside Out. Um, you know, we always talk about spoilers in, 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 these, uh, in these episodes and I don't think you need to necessarily have seen the film to enjoy these podcasts. But I would say anyone who's not seen Inside Out, please go and watch it before you listen to this episode because this is a, a moment near the end and it's a really beautiful, wonderful moment uh, I don't think the description will spoil it for you, but I wouldn't want to to, to spoil it for anyone. But we are talking about Inside Out, and yeah, we are talking about the moment near the end when Joy finally allows side, Sadness to take control of Riley's emotions, uh, realizing that at times it's it's probably important. Well, it is important for Riley's mental health to to feel sad. It's uh, something that 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 is is required. Uh, in a kind of complex memories and complex emotions and for her to get the support that she needs. Um, and in this particular moment, Joy realises that it's sadness that Riley needs right now.
1: Lovely. That's, yeah, so Disney Pixar's... Uh inside out you've described in a little bit more detail kind of what the moment is it's a fairly high premise uh movie as many of pixar's movies are um could you just for those people who haven't seen it or rather uh for those people who are about to go away and press pause and watch it so they can come back and listen to the rest of the podcast just kind of fill us in on that premise
0: it's interesting that you're asking me about the premise because when i started to write the description of this scene i realized Mm -hmm. that that so much of, of the, the language that has been developed within this film over the preceding hour and a bit before we get mm. to the scene means that it's almost entirely inaccessible, I think, as a scene on, on its own. And I know one of the things we talked about in episode one was we actually want to find some sequences that kind of work as standalone sequences away from the rest of the film. This is not one of those scenes. This is a scene that there's so much emotional weight and also language um. Visual language as well as verbal language around the film that it's built up that that this scene only works I think as a conclusion to this film and doesn't really work in isolation I, I believe
1: yeah and part part of that I think is is uh, because I have I have seen this film part of that is due to the the fact that I don't think they assume. Knowledge of that vocabulary before you go, before you've seen the film. So, everything you need to know for this scene to hit in the way that it does is provided in the movie.
0: The important bits for this film for this scene sorry are really the fact that we have uh, emotions that that kind of control a person um in riley's case who is a young girl who's who's just now starting to get on the cusp of being a teenager um those she's been controlled entirely by joy and joy occasionally allows uh anger fear and disgust to take over very rarely allows sadness to take over um but she's definitely the one who's in control most of the time. Um, you have these things called core memories, which are the yellow spheres that I described, and they are the, the building blocks of a person's personality. And Riley only actually has five core memories. Um, and sadness is drawn towards these core memories. She kind of wants to turn them. She, she doesn't want to. She, she almost feels... Uh, you see her kind of going, I don't want to, I just have to touch them. And, and Joy is absolutely mm. desperately trying to stop sadness from tainting in her eyes these, these yellow joyful memories um into blue sad memories um and the 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 film is through an action adventure i suppose for a better word because (laughs) that's what pixar does it's joy's realization that sadness is an emotion that sometimes needs to be in control so for you what's
1: happening in this sequence what makes it such a powerful one
0: I think this is the third of three really defining moments in Joy's journey. Um, and the thing that is happening here is, is so, so, so the three parts of Joy's journey, I think, is the, at, at one point there is a sequence that I almost picked, which is her acceptance that sadness can lead to joy. She sort of mm. rewinds a memory and sees that, as as although it's a yellow sphere, she rewinds it; it becomes a blue sphere. So this 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 joyful memory came out of a place of sadness. Uh, Riley had lost the hockey game. Um, she had uh, been sad, and then her team had rallied around her and made her super happy, and it became one of her core memories because she was super happy. The second big realization scene for me for Joy and. I'm going to say the name once and then I'm not going to say it again. Otherwise, there are going to be some hard cuts as I have to go away and like, <laughs> get myself together. But the, the crushing bing bong sequence uh, is, <laughs> is, is, I think, a second kind of part of the journey for Joy, you know, to do with loss and grief. And then, um, and then we get this bit where actually, you know, she's done the learning and now she just needs to do the action um and she actually has to hand over these memories to 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 sadness because that's what Riley needs right now and it's it's those steps of oh i've learned but now i have to do and this is the bit where where joy finally you know lets over control um i believe that in pixar headquarters Mm -hmm. somewhere in this 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 fabulous fantasy land there is a similar desk that the creators Pixar creators use to 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 handle my emotions because actually this is a, a film a film that i I can't get through without feeling exactly the way that Pixar wants me to at each point and I can't watch this film and not cry and I can't mm-hmm. talk to you about Bing bong because it's like losing a member of a family and and and, 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 I, and I can't um i can't help myself in this moment but like have the complex emotion of joy and happiness together sorry joy and sadness together and the beautiful thing is that the 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 sphere that comes out of this moment um is the first sphere that we've seen that has two colors on it Mm. so once sadness has taken over uh joy uh riley then um gets the support and the comfort that she needs in that moment from her family the she and then riley smiles and then the sphere that comes out is both yellow and blue and we've never seen the up to that point all the memories of one of five colors you know the color of fear anger joy sadness or disgust you know the five distinct colors Suddenly we get this kind of one that's two colours. And then then later on we see most of our memories of multiple colours. We're talking about kind of complex emotions that are combinations. As that fear turns blue and yellow, I am feeling a, a complex mix mm. of joy and sadness that this is something that, that, that is happening. And it's like, how did Pixar, the alchemy that you described in, in episode one, how did Pixar pull that off? How did they make changing the colors of sphere have atmosphere have this such powerful emotional impact on me i don't i don't know and i find it interesting the
1: way that you talk about it because this is not something that they necessarily uh don't have in in all of their other films and i don't want to derail this and start talking about toy story or toy story 2 um uh but it's an it's a knack that they have or a skill that they've developed um to to access this in uh, I'm going to admit it adults uh, cuz this is a kids movie
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it it is a kids movie um but it's also not a kids movie in the same way that you know coco um you know, another example of some 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 real amazing Pixar alchemy, like both Inside Out and Coco taught me a thirty-something-year-old um, new stuff about feelings and emotions and grief and loss that I should have known by now, but I didn't. And it's mm. t- and it took it took uh, it took Pixar to sort of teach me. And I, and I guess one of the reasons why I want to talk about this sequence in this film is like an example of of the power of cinema to actually educate as well as, as um, entertain because it it's, I think this is the film and particularly this moment in this film is I've, I've I've devoted a ridiculous amount of thinking time to this film compared to the amount of time that I've actually sat and watched it. Yeah. Um, And I, both of us, we, we are people who work, you know, with young people, we we, we work with um on the kind of in pastoral roles with young people. Um I have had I've worked along in my career two different school counselors, both of whom have told me that they use the characters of of Inside Out as ways of communicating to young people, both in very different um settings. Um they use the characters of Inside Out sometimes to talk about Emotions to young people. You and I have sat in two different training sessions together. Uh, one to do with uh, disordered eating, and another to do with uh, coaching. And in both those training sessions, different clips from Inside Out—not the one we're talking about today—but different clips yeah. from Inside Out were used as a training purpose for for adults to help them to understand the emotional process. I mean this is that this is the power of of this this movie in terms of helping us to understand kind of what's going on and uh, it seems crazy to be thinking about it and talk about it on that high regard when like you say it's a kids movie it's an animated kids movie with a yellow character and a blue character <laughs> who are messing around you know yeah there, but there's there's uh, as I, as i said
1: before i think the uh, pixar's creators um and I mean, like every time I think of it, I think of a different Pixar movie that does the same job. I think about Monsters, Inc., um, that they they equip you throughout the film with everything you need. There is There is no assumed knowledge. It's spoon-fed to you, but in such a way that it is rewarding being fed <laughs> it's the it's the uh, it's the aeroplane not the broccoli to pull out another moment of the movie so we ask uh, what's what's Charlie about this um, this clip what, what are you bringing along to it um, do we want to open that box from the sense of things this is quite a quite an uh, important movie to you how are you appreciating it in ways that other uh, someone else might not
0: I think, yeah, I think, I think it's a dangerous box to open, but I'll try and pull myself together to get through this. Um, I knew it would be an emotional one. Uh, so I think when I, at the stage in my life where I, I first watched this film, and I think this might be the same for many people who are, who are adults when they first saw this film, I was resistant to the emotion of sadness. I was kind of still where Riley is. At that point um and this kind of learning curve that that joy goes on and then then therefore in turn that that riley goes on um i i this film kind of taught me that in a way that i actually do sometimes go back to it and think about it when i am uh when i'm sad and when things seem you know terrible I am able to remind myself in the same way that these professionals that I talked about earlier talk to young people about it of of the power of that of the power of being in that moment and being sad and and to, and to to get really personal you know on on this on this podcast um uh, you know like many people in this during the, the 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 2020 covid pandemic which we're still in at the time of recording um I lost a, a member of the family. I lost a grandma, yeah. and I wasn't able to go to her funeral because she lived uh, away from me, over overseas. Um, so travel wasn't an option, and so I, I found myself a few days after her her death, sort of grieving, um, but without that kind of that event, that closure event ahead of me that I could I could aim for. If you know what I mean, I didn't really have anywhere to put that grief. It was just sort of floating around in my house and i and i was reminding myself you know this is a process this is something i need to go through this is something that it will is is helping me to remember her in in a way that that will make memories in the future joyful but i actually went back and re-watched inside out after a few days and the reason i did that was i i almost i knew it i was already there i knew that this was a process i needed to go through but like just having it in front of you and watching the the beautiful way in which Pixar leads you by the hand through it, it felt like you know it it wasn't a replacement for being able to attend a funeral, but it did some on some level some of the same things. So actually, I don't think I bring Charlie to this film. I think this one it's a flip on the head this this film has brought so much to me. Personally, in terms of the way that I kind of am able to manage uh, sad times, uh, but also the way that I'm able to then communicate with young people who I work with um, why sadness is an important emotion uh, in a way that I don't think I could before I saw Inside Out. And that's that's powerful.
1: <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the power of film. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> it's, Indeed. it's It's simultaneously so completely on the nose in terms of how it describes things but so stealth in how it makes uh, it finds a way to make those things uh seat those things in in your mind and your body that uh it is you know it's a it's joy joy looks and feels like tinkerbell but uh is also now a fundamental part of how you understand who you are and who other people are, and that is that's an amazing job. that
0: and and, and to go back to the sort of nerdy kind of aesthetic thing, because that I'm much more comfortable territory than, than talking about my emotions. Yeah It's the thing I love about it, and I think it's super clear in this scene. Um, is 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 the conclusion is there all along? So I'm going to go back to my description, my no-names description. A yellow female yeah. humanoid with blue hair, okay? Joy is the only character in this film whose hair colour is different to her, her skin colour. And so her whole face is the colour of that, that sphere at the end, the, the, the yellow and the blue together. And I know, you know, I mention this because I think it's sometimes nice to pick out the details in a scene. That has to have been a deliberate choice from Pixar, of course. Yeah, to to say actually it's there all along. Joy has blue hair, and and all the other characters have the same hair, hair color as their skin color, which is related to the color of the emotion that 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 um, that Pixar have given to each emotion. Um, and I love I love that about it, and I love the fact that yeah, it, it, it guides you gently through the hand through this kind of this this barrage of emotions to the point that, you know, it will leave a, a grown man in the corner, you know, wobbling. (laughs) Um, but, but visually. It says what? You didn't notice it first? (laughs) Yeah. The clues were
1: there all along. And I love that. So there you, there you go. That's, uh, inside out. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Tell us what, tell us what you thought about that moment. Um, but, also go away re-watch Toy Story and Toy Story 2 Ratatouille Monsters Inc uh, God, even Cars you can watch any of them and get what they do here they just don't give them
0: uh, quite such direct names we hope you enjoyed this resurrected episode from early on in our recording history we'll be back in the recording studio next week uh, with some fresh episodes ready for you Next Monday. Until then, follow us on Instagram at my movie minute and join in the movie chat. Oh, I made it through! Yes, you did it. You survived. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have to walk away and compose myself. Uh, I, I, will, I will confess there is a there is a there is a moment in this film which um has more of an emotional impact to be and I've mentioned it before. Bing bong, take her to the moon for me. Um, is, is, is probably the, the bit that leaves me in bits. But um, I, I don't think uh, I could have done a podcast about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, couldn't spend 30 minutes in tears. Come on, <laughs> it, one more
0: time. I got a feeling about this one. Bing Bong? Bing Bong! (laughs) You made it! (laughs) Go! Go save Riley! (laughs) Take her to the moon for me. Okay?